Hey everybody, welcome back to Dually Raised. Thank you for joining us. This is where we share and relate our upbringing in America with parents who are from different cultures. I'm Roselle. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Julia. And today we are going to be doing stereotypes. So each of us have like our little list of stereotypes for our parents, um, just things that we think foreign parents or cultured parents kind of do. Um, So it's more based on that. But I think anybody could relate to these. Maybe like if your parents aren't cultured or, you know, from a different place than America, they might still be doing this or you might relate or just think it's funny. So get ready for it. (laughs) So first on the list that I have that I think is super funny is when my mom and like Rebecca and I have talked about this when our moms are like, you're not going to take care of me when we're older. Or, like, you're going to put me in a nursing home. <laughs> like, you're not going to take care of me. Um, I think that's really funny. Because I'm like, no, Mom. Like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But. I'm nodding my head and because I relate so hard to that. It's the guilt trip where it's like, <laughs> you need to love me. And you need to work hard so you can take care of me later. Mm-hmm. Like, I've taken care of you for so long. I'm still taking care of you. You better be taking care of me. (laughs) Exactly. That is the mindset. I can definitely relate to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Another thing I have is when they just speak so loud on the phone in public or just in general. My goodness. This is such a good Getting out the FaceTime out to grandma Mm -hmm. in the middle of like Walmart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like what are we doing? Mm -hmm. My parents will be screaming at the top of their lungs and they don't realize it. And we're constantly reminding them, like, doing hand signals to tell them to be quiet and, like, telling them to stop yelling. Mm-hmm. But they're not even mad. Yeah. They, they just, like, they think they, they can hear them better. And then, like, my parents, like, they'll be speaking in Armenian when they're doing this. And, like, Armenian can be kind of harsh. Like, it sounds like when nobody knows what you're talking about and you're speaking, like, with that much enthusiasm people think you're yelling at the person you're mm-hmm. talking to. Yeah. But, like, no, you're just telling them about your day. Mm-hmm. So it gets to be kind of embarrassing for us kids. Um, I don't know. Like, you guys probably would relate, I feel like. All the people looking. Like, you feel like oh everyone's staring. Oh, my gosh. Staring. I'm just like, if a hole opened up beneath my feet and I fell under it, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. And they're completely, like, oblivious of it. Yeah, they're just in the moment. Yeah. They're talking to their families. They're talking as if they can hear them across the continent. Mm-hmm. You know, mine usually happens in the middle of the night because <laughs> my parents are Filipino, so the time difference, the best time for them to talk to their families in the middle of the night. And when I'm trying to sleep, that's all I hear is, Kamusta! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. And then my mom comes in my room. She's like, say hi to your tita. And I'm like... I'm, like, in bed, (laughs) almost half asleep. Yes. Going with just, like, the different language. So my dad's a pastor. So, like, I have a younger brother. He's three years younger than me. So we, like, you know, we're siblings. You know, we fight and stuff. So if we were, like, ever in church and, like, we start, like, fighting with each other, my dad sees it, he, like, comes over and, like... Maybe he was, like, talking to somebody or, like, he just, like, quickly switches. English is out the door. He's in foreign language mode, and he's, like, with a smile on his face, 
if you don't shape up, you, you better believe down. when we get home. <laughs> and it's just the scariest thing because, like, he's smiling at you. But, like, you know what he's saying. Nobody else knows what he's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, discipline is a big one. It's one of my stereotypes, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm Puerto Rican, um, and I think Latino parents are very much known to be, you know, harder on the discipline with their children. Um, and one of the things that I think so many people think of when they think of Hispanic moms um, is the chancla. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of the chancla? Mm-hmm. Ours is called the chinelas. Mm. Yeah. We call it a pabuch. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. <laughs> but yeah, just like a slipper. So for you guys who don't know what any of these words mean, it's like, it's like a slipper. It's like a sandal. Or a sandal. Any sort of like shoe that is in their vicinity. So they're known to just grab that and they have like a magic, magic throw. It just gets you every time. They could throw it across the room. I know, um, like, my mom never played sports. They're aim. But this woman's got aim. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't get it that much. Like, oh, I don't, I don't me know. Me neither, if, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you just kind of hear about it. Like, I've heard that maybe mm-hmm. other, like, Armenian grandmas do this. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they want to hit you, they will. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it'll, it'll get from point A to point B. <laughs> yeah, same for us. Ours is more of, like, they don't even have to throw it at you. They just have to hold it up. And give you the look, oh. and you know to just back off, mm-hmm. back off, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's how it is for us too. I think, especially for me, just any sort of hint that I was gonna get disciplined, like that was enough for me because I was terrified of getting like. Yeah. Another thing about Hispanics is that they think Hispanic parents is that they think they can heal you with anything specifically Vicks so anytime it doesn't even matter what it is you could have a cold you could have a migraine you could have a broken foot and they're trying to put Vicks on that thing trying to heal you they're putting (laughs) it up your nostrils in your eyes (laughs) um and it's yeah so they think they can heal you I think I've definitely um followed in their footsteps in a lot of ways. Now I try and heal people with natural remedies. And I'm like, well, that's where I get it from. Yeah. You're like, oh, your ankle is sore. Mm -hmm. Here's some Vicks. Just put on Vicks. Yeah. It heals everything. It was a couple weeks ago. So Rebecca and I are roommates. And we were talking about, like, headaches. And I'm like, oh, like, when I get a headache, like, I don't care. I'll take whatever medicine I need. I'll take the Tylenol, Advil, whatever. I don't care. And then she's like, well... I usually rub, like, essential oils. A.K.A. Vicks. Like, <laughs> just a nice word for Vicks. Yeah. <laughs> just put on some Vicks. And I'm like, okay. You're <laughs> <laughs> sitting there and like, I don't buy it, but okay. <laughs> it works. So good. I don't know how. I believe you. I haven't used it that much. I've used it for, like, natural remedies. Mm-hmm. But I know amongst other Filipinos it is... Well known that we use Vicks for everything as well. My uncle, who's also a pastor at my church, he's a briefcase. And then he's known for loving Vicks. Like he has a tiny Vicks everywhere he goes with him. And once we looked inside his briefcase, there were no papers, there was no Bible, there were no notebooks, there was no laptop. There was just a little tub of Vicks in his briefcase. 
I love that. Yeah. For the Filipino households, does anyone actually know what a dishwasher is for? Because we think, for some reason, it's a for some reason we think it's a waste of water. But mm-hmm. actually, I've heard that washing your dishes by hand after having a family meal wastes more water because it's just always on. But no, ours is a drying rack. Oh, so yeah. if we have one in the house, don't think we use it. Even if we have a giant party that comes, mm-hmm. we don't use the dishwasher. Someone will be there We're washing, washing it by, by hand. hand. Exactly. Yeah. Us too. My mom, in our old house, she had the dishwasher removed. She's like... I'm not going to use this. I can wash the dishes better than the dishwasher can. Um, and it's just like, it's just a hassle, the dishwasher. It's so fun. Like, she literally had it removed from the house. That's more of a hassle than just putting your dishes in and having <laughs> them be washed? When my sister and I would try to convince my mom, just use the dishwasher, they're like, no, that like, wastes water. No, no, I'm going to get the whole appliance removed instead of just, like, putting the dishes in there and having them washed for me. I agree. Like, they, most of the time, it doesn't wash the dishes as good as you could yourself. Mm-hmm. But, like, who's got time for that? Like, just we put do. it in. It's a service. Oh, we do. You, oh, no. You cut you're, sleep for it. You're, <laughs> never, you're never bored in our house. If you're bored, you're, you're getting put to work. Like, mm. you see the dishes aren't washed, <laughs> you're getting to told to wash the dishes. The bathroom's not clean, go clean it. Guys, like, no kidding. I didn't consistently use a dishwasher until recently because I was staying at someone else's house for a little bit. And I was asking them. I literally told them, I was like, I don't use a dishwasher. How do I use this? Like, what do I do? And they looked at me with the most, like, as if I was a ghost, as if I was, like, (laughs) some, I don't know. But they were just shocked at the fact that I didn't know how to use a dishwasher. And I was like, we don't do this. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> One really awesome stereotype that I consistently hear about Filipinos is their hospitality. Mm-hmm. So whenever anyone's a guest mm-hmm. at a Filipino household or they go to someone else's party, they will always bring food or have food prepared for you. And if you don't eat it, it's like it's like you don't respect them or something. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you got to eat. I don't care if you ate lunch already. You're going to eat your second lunch and have a dessert. The force feeding the is real. Like, that's the one thing that, like, I only see in foreign or, like, cultured or whatever. Like, like that. Like, American families don't do this. Mm-mm. Like, regular American families don't do this. Like, if you're not hungry, fine. Like, don't eat it. Mm-hmm. But, like, we make, like the mass amounts of food to feed, like, 15 families for four people. Oh, yeah. And then it's, like, you're done with your one plate. Well, okay, take more. Yeah. And not, take like... Take it home. Like, you have to. And, yeah, or take it home. And, like, that's one of my things. Um, so my mom moved to Canada after she married my dad. So, like, she was, like, brand new, never been to this side of the world before. And... She was having, like, some kind of, I don't know, get-together with some ladies from church or whatever. And she was like, yeah, like, they all came over and, like, brought stuff and, like, you know, whatever. And then when the whole thing was done, they packed up, like, their chips or whatever they brought and took it home. And she was, like, left completely shocked because you just don't do that. Like, if you bring someone, like, something to someone's house, you leave it. You, leave you, it. Leave it. you, you don't, don't take it back, back home with you. What are you, cheap? Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. leave it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that boggles my mind. Like, I've never experienced that, but if I witnessed that, I'd have been like, that's some disrespect or something right there. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're being offered, like, no, like, take this with you. Yeah. You leave it there. Mm-hmm. You And like you guys were saying, like, you don't show up empty-handed mm. to places. And if you want your Tupperware back, you just transfer it to one of their plates. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like you can always get it back, like, whatever. We'll bring it back to you. But you just don't take this stuff home. Yeah. It's rude. Food is a very big part of our culture. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like all of us. we take any excuse to, to eat, get together, have some food. We celebrate anything, any little milestone. It's a party of, like, 50 people. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's the best thing ever. The house is never empty. Yeah. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a blessing mm-hmm. that I've grown up with, is that you always are welcome to someone else's house. You yeah. don't always have to be, like, shy whether or not mm-hmm. they want you there. Mm-hmm. It's normal that the door is open. Yeah. I think like that's you really were saying, cool. like, the hospitality, a big thing also is, like, affection. It's something that I don't really see in as many um, households where the parents are, you know, not from different countries or cultures and stuff. Um, and it's something that I love so much about our culture um, is that we're so affectionate, um, even with people that, like, you don't even know, like, third cousins or third uncles and aunts. Um, everybody just loves you and cares for you. Um, and it's just so sweet to be in that culture mm-hmm. of affection. Yeah, I never really wished I was anyone else's, like, family or part of any other culture. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I do really love mine. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's perfect. <laughs> we got <laughs> some. Yeah. No, I definitely wished growing up that I wasn't foreign. <laughs> but I think the older you get, the more you appreciate it anyways. Like, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, this is weird. Like, nobody else is really like me in this way. Like... It's just awkward. Mm-hmm. But then you grow up and you're like, wow, like, I'm glad I know a different language. I'm glad that we grew up different because you just share it with people. And, like, you know, at the end of the day, you're all the same. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's very true. Oh, okay. Another weird thing I have, which we have talked about, but it's when you have to be with them on a holiday or, like, specifically New Year's Eve or else it's a crime. Growing up, like, once I was in, like, middle school or something, like, there was one year when I was, like, 13 or something, and my friends and I, like, we wanted to have a New Year's party, mm-hmm. and it was going to be at one of my other friend's house, and we had this whole thing planned, that we were just going to go to her house and, like, do do everything, and then I can't come home when I tell my parents, and they're like, no, you have to be with us. Yeah. So we ended up switching the entire party and bringing it to my house. <laughs> just so you guys could be just, together? Just so, Those yeah. are good friends. No, yeah, like, the way they were, like, okay, like, that's fine. We can do it at your place. I was, like, thank you, because I still wanted to do it. That's so But I could not, like, (laughs) go anywhere. We have to be together. Yeah. I understand that. Luckily, I have an older sister. She's two years older than me. She broke the mold. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time she said she wasn't going to be with us for New Year's Eve. She was going to be with her um, friends. Um. It was a pretty upset household to begin with. They would, like, say comments and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, it's not like we did anything in the house. We just sat with each other until it turned 12. You know? I know. And then it was, yeah. like, bed. Or, like, my parents have already fallen asleep by 11 o'clock. 
what was the reason? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't relate to that. It was always a party at our house. <laughs> and it's like you invite families. It's never like we all always the celebrate young people go and do something together. It's always um, like our culture is very family oriented, very like sentimental on things like that, on holidays and um, like events. Like I said, we celebrate everything. And that's the end of this podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. We had a great time talking about some of these stereotypes. Um, don't forget to follow our Instagram, share this podcast with your friends, your family, anyone that you think might relate. We have another podcast coming soon in the next few weeks, so be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, you can keep up with us on Instagram. We'll be posting on there um, and We'll post when the next podcast is ready. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks, guys.